Alright y'all, good evening, welcome back to the Big Four Sports Podcast, happy Wednesday, happy hump day, you already know what it is. Something that, uh, that it also is today is, uh, well not today, but in, you know, like a week or so is Celtics opening day. Technically the start of the NBA season is October 24th, which sadly does not line up with my podcast, so I have to film a six day, I have to film my predicting the NBA six days, six days early, which I don't like doing, but I can't do anything about it. Also, I appreciate I I appreciate my fan base a lot. We just made it to 200 all-time plays. Um, we are we are actually at 222. Last I checked, we were at about 189, and essentially in like a couple of days, we made it to 222. So I I do appreciate it a lot. Uh, again, we got we got to 200. Yeah, hold on, I, I can pull it up right now. My 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 analytics sheet. Okay, so 222 all-time plays. My audience size went from seven to 28. Which is great, and uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm 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 on the rise, you know, but um, yeah, that was uh, that was really it, and uh, we're gonna predict the NBA season. I'm gonna be very wrong, and that's gonna do it. All right, let's go. Let's let's predict the NBA season. So, yeah, I'm gonna start with the NBA, and then I'm gonna move on to uh, the Pats game, and then we're gonna predict Week Seven. By the way, um, last week for picks, I only went eight and seven. And uh, that is some horrible crap, honestly. On I just need to check my my last episode to see where my record is, and convert that to where it is now. So let's go on to Overcast. By the way, I am on Overcast now. Overcast podcasting. Um, record last week was forty four and thirty four. Um, I'm at fifty two and forty one. Okay, that's that's just horrible. All right, I gotta I gotta have a lot of good weeks. From here on out, if I want to save myself some money, just, let's just stop with this. Let's get to the NBA. Okay, well, I'm going to start it off in the NBA Eastern Conference. We're going to move to the Western Conference, awards, and then NBA Finals. All right, NBA season predictions, Eastern Conference. And in the 15, who I think will get the number one overall pick, the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards, dude, they're just bad. Like, I think this is the year they finally tank and they get a really high draft pick. I think it'll be the number one pick. But we'll we'll see we'll, we'll see how wrong I am. All right, in 14th, I've got the Hornets. I mean, this team kind of regressed, but they also got Brandon Miller. They're in a very weird spot. They extended LaMelo Ball. Good for them. I don't know how much he'll, he'll like it there, but it's fine. All right, 13th, I've got the Bulls. I think the Bulls... I think the Bulls are going to be like, okay, we're running with it for one more year. They're going to suck, and they're going to trade like DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic and all those guys at the trade deadline, leading to a 13th place finish. All right, 12th, I've got the Nets. This Nets team is on the rise, and I think they're still like one or two years away. They got a huge boost from Kyrie and KD when they when they came to win games, which is how they ended up making the sixth seed. Either way, I still think that the Nets come in 12th and unfortunately miss the playoffs. All right, 11th place, I've got the Pistons. This team, I, I think, this Pistons team, I think, will be way better this year. A full year of Cade Cunningham, also with, uh, what's what's his name, Asar Thompson, and also a, and also a full year of Jaden Ivey, who I think can have a really, really good season. I think it'll lead to an 11th place finish. This Pistons team is going to be the most improved. All right, tenth place. I've got the Raptors. This Raptors team, after losing Fred VanVleet, they're kind of bleak. They do have Scotty Barnes, so I think they'll be all right. 
Okay, ninth place, I've got the Pacers. The Pacers are a great team. Don't get me wrong. Just this is kind of, this is, just I think the eight teams ahead of them are better teams. And the Pacers, I think, are still kind of one year away and they need a couple more assets. All right, eighth place, uh, 76ers. This, team's, this team is going to regress a lot from where they were last year as a as a as like a three seed. This team is gonna regress. And it, it it's it's gonna be a downfall like never before, honestly. Joel Embiid I still think is an MVP candidate and I s and I think that he will have a shot at the MVP again, don't get me wrong, hell he might actually win it. But the roster around the around Joel Embiid has gotten way worse and James Harden isn't that good anymore. So yeah, seventy sixers at eight. All right, seven seed. I've got the Heat. The Heat. I don't see them like placing any different. Jimmy Butler is not good in the regular season, and they lost Gabe Vincent and Max Struess, which are two very, very valuable players to that Miami Heat organization. So yeah, I'm gonna take the Heat at seven. Sixth place. I've got the Magic. Oh, uh, the Magic. I mean, they're 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 actually they're actually kind of loaded this year. Franz Wagner, who's gonna have a breakout season. Paulo Bancaro, who had a great rookie year, and just overall the roster has a lot of depth, and it and it will make a playoff run. I think I think they make the six. All right, five seed. I've got the Hawks. I think this team will be better. They did have they had they did have a solid off season, and Trey Young and Dejounte Murray. I cannot say his name on on the on the first go, but either way, the Hawks I think are going to be fifth place. Fourth place, even though I absolutely despise them, the New York Knicks. They're the most overrated team, but they're still a fourth place team. Julius Randle's probably going to carry, and honestly, they had a decent offseason. The Knicks are definitely overrated. They're not the one seed like people are going to call them. That is undisputed when you see who I have. But yes, the Knicks are no two or three like people are hyping them up to be. They're four at best. Okay, third place Cavs. Darius Garland is going to have another great season. Donovan Mitchell is a great player. I think he's one of the 25 best. And yeah, Jer losing Jared Allen for a long time does definitely hurt. But you got Evan Mobley, so you're you're all set. Second place, I've got my home this is my my hometown team, the Boston Celtics. Oh wait, I forgot to put my Celtics jersey on. Crap. Uh, but yeah, either way, the Celtics are going to be a great team. They have Chris Porzingis now, and they essentially replaced Marcus Smart and got Chris Porzingis and got two first-round picks. I think you're all set. Alright, first place Bucks. Again, I, do I really need to go further? They have Damian Lillard now. Giannis and Damian Lillard is going to be insane. What This is what people, this right here, Giannis and Damian Lillard, is what people thought was going to be Giannis and Steph Curry. Just unstoppable. And that's why I have the Bucks in first place. And they also have Chris Middleton back. So, Okay, Western Conference. Starting it off in 15th place, a team I think will be better than last year, but in just a, in just such a crowded division, I can't see them going far. The Houston Rockets. This team is a really good, young, and up-and-coming team. Like, uh, what's his name? Alperna Shangoon, Jabari Smith, Jalen Green, Amen Thompson. Like, this team's going to be really good. Amen, just all these players are still, are still kind of figuring it out. All right, fourth place, Blazers. I don't think this team will actually be all that bad. Like, you like you hear me say, oh, 14th, they're going to be garbage. No, I don't think they'll actually be all that bad. 
just again, it's a really, really crowded, crowded conference, and the Blazers just don't have just don't have that great of a roster. But it's not that bad of a roster. Okay, thirteenth place, I have the Spurs. I know people are saying like Spurs make the playoffs because of Wemby. Wemby's gonna take time to figure it out. Okay, he's human. Hold on, I need some water real quick. I've, I've been I've been talking a lot, but either way, the Spurs like. Here's the thing, Devin Vassell, that's a great extension, but again, Victor Wembanyama is going to have to take time to figure it out. That Look at Masataki Yoshida, okay? He needed like a whole month to figure it out, and then he was just amazing. Look at Tristan Casas, he needed a month to figure it out, and then look at him now. So yeah, I think that'll that'll happen to Wemby, I think he'll need a good month to figure it out, Like, but... I think first half of the season, the Spurs are gonna have, are gonna be a very very like they're gonna get off to a really slow first half, and then second half they're gonna be like a really good team. All right, twelfth place I have the Jazz. The Jazz, bro, the Jazz. They, I, I had the, I, I at least thought they were gonna be they they were gonna be fifteenth. Well, I was wrong, and they weren't actually all that bad of a team. Now, the the, the conference has gotten better. A lot of teams have gotten better. Well, the Jazz really didn't do much, except get John Collins, which I think is really good. But either way, I think I think the Jazz will come in twelfth. Uh, uh, did, did the Jazz get John Collins? I might be full of crap, but hold on. I'm just I'm looking I'm just looking this up. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do it on my computer. Screw it. Who needs a phone when you have a computer? Okay. Yeah, they the Jazz did get John Collins. All right, good. Yeah, either way, I think that the Jazz will be a decent team, but 12th place. All right, 11th place Mavericks. This team, this team's basically running it back with the same roster, and Kyrie Irving's gonna play only 40 games. But I still do think Luka Doncic will have a great season. Again, he's one of the five best players in the league. Luke is gonna carry, which is usual. Kyrie's only gonna play 40 games, and the Mavs finish in 11th again. Nice. Okay, 10th place, I have the Pelicans. I know this team has been like a consistent 8 seed. I can't see them going further this year. Zion Williamson's not going to play, and they didn't have a good offseason. 10th place, Pelicans. 9th place, Timberwolves. I'm calling it right now. Rudy Gobert's having a bounce-back season. I'm calling it right now. 9th, Timberwolves. The team, this, the team's not all that good. Like, you're, you're, you're relying on a big three of... Cat, Rudy Gobert, and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is going to carry this year, but I think that Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, that I just don't think those two really match all that well. And uh, yeah, ninth place Timberwolves. All right, I'm going to get a ton of hate for this, and I already know it, but it's my take. What are y'all going to do about it? Now that 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 just sounds really horrible. Um, but either way, eighth place, I've got the Lakers. Uh, again, the Lakers just—they lost a lot. They paid Austin Reeves a ton of money when they could have went out and got like more pieces for the depth. But no, they wanted to, you know, basically sign a one-hit wonder to a hundred million dollar extension. Right? That sounds good. I know a lot of people are like Austin Reeves going to have a great season. Austin Reeves was historically good second half of the season and in the playoffs. I understand that, but what are the odds that he repeats it? Like, what are the odds that he can actually repeat what he did? I'd say those odds are low, and I don't. I I expect them to be decent, 
I just don't think he'll be that same player that he was last year. I expect him to regress a lot and for the Lakers to regress a lot. All right, by the way, I'm sorry I'm sorry for saying what are y'all going to do about it. That still sounds horrible. Okay, seventh place, Clippers. Dude, I swear I wanted to put the Clippers in like 13th because – but like when I realized I look at the roster, they have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Those two alone will carry them to a seven seed, which I have – which is where I have them right now. Okay, sixth place. This may sound surprising, but I've got the OKC Thunder. Dude, Shea Gilgis Alexander is a goat, and the team and the team around the OKC Thunder, the team around Shea is getting so much better. And I think this is where the the Thunder make make the Thunder make some noise and try to make it to the playoffs. And I have them making the playoffs in sixth place. All right, fifth place. I think the most. I'm actually gonna take it back when I say that when I said the Knicks were the most overrated team, they're the second most overrated team. First, first, uh, the most overrated team in the NBA. I ha- I have them at fifth right now. The Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have absolutely no depth. Like, who's gonna be your fifth starter? Josh Okorki. Like he, like he's he's probably like a nine or a ten in the rotation on any other team. Like realistically, the Suns are relying on, on uh, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and like that's really it. And also like Bradley Beal, who's very like very off and on about his health. You're you're and if one of these players gets injured, like Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, you're ducked. Yeah, I had the Suns and I had the Suns' most overrated team in the league at fifth. Fourth place, I've got the Kings. Uh, the Kings were a very surprising team, and I don't expect they had a they had a good off season. And I think that they will repeat back to back playoffs, back to back playoff berths, and um, this time just in the four seed. All right, in the three seed, I've got the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies, I swear, they're in a weird spot because they have John Morant on a twenty five game suspension, but at the same time, the roster around him is good, and when they get John Morant back, they're going to be even scarier. I just think the two teams ahead of them are just much better teams. Second place, Warriors. Look, okay, the Warriors are a great team, don't get me wrong. And I think I just think they're behind the first place team who is our actual defending champions. Number one, the Denver Nuggets. Okay, the the Nuggets, I don't do I even need to go this far? They had a, well, yes, they did lose Bruce Brown, but I don't think that'll make that much of an impact. At bet, at worst, they have it. At worst, there are two in the conference, but I don't see that happening. Uh, let's move on to awards. All right, I'm just gonna do MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. If you want to, I'm actually gonna do Rookie of the Year as well. Um. All right, I got it. MVP, I, me, me and you both know it's probably going to be Giannis. Um, it's probably going to be Giannis, Nikola Jokic, or Joel Embiid. That's incredibly boring if I were to pick one of them, so I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to go with a hometown pick. Jason Tatum is my MVP. Yes, I said it. Jason Tatum is my MVP. Hold on one sec, guys. Okay, 341. We're, we're good. But yes, I think that Jason Tatum will have a great season. With again, with with Jalen Brown signing that max extension, I don't know how he's gonna be, but either way, Jason Tatum is gonna be is gonna have a great season, and I think he will be my MVP. 
Alright, I said it earlier when I was talking about the Timberwolves for DPOY, Defensive Player of the Year. I have Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is having a bounce back season. I'm calling it right now. He he is my defensive player of the year. I think he will he will get a lot of blocks this year, which will lead him to DPOY. Alright, we're gonna go rookie of the year and we'll get to the Pats game. Actually no, we'll get to my NBA we'll get to my NBA championship matchup. <sighs> Alright, I just need to think about this for a minute. I'm deciding between Wembenyama and Amen Thompson. It's tough because like Alright. I've got an idea. I'm actually not gonna go with Victor Wembenyama. I'm gonna go with Amen Thompson. Amen Thompson is gonna get so many minutes on the Houston Rockets, and I feel like he will he will take way less time to adapt to the NBA. I know he played with the City Reapers, which is like Either, either way, I think it will take less time for Amen Thompson to adapt to the NBA, while it will take Victor Wembanyama way more time to adapt. And also, Victor Wembanyama's wicked skinny and needs to put on some weight. But either way, I think I'm going to go with the non-boring pick and take Amen Thompson for my Rookie of the Year. Alright, NBA Finals matchup. I'm actually going to go with the Celtics... Against the Warriors. Rematch of 2022. And the Celtics are your champion in six. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the hometown pick. The Celtics finally... The, they have to break through eventually. And this year is going to be is gonna be the year. I sound like a Cowboys fan right now. But either way. Look, okay. I have them beating out the Nuggets. And honestly, the, this is kind of like a non-boring pick. Because... The Nuggets are probably going to make it back to the finals, but I'm going to go non-boring. I'm going to pick the Warriors against the Celtics for my NBA Finals and the Celtics in six. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. We're going to move on now to uh, to what's it called uh, the, the Pats game. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm going to start this off with saying everything from that Pats game looked so much better. Like, like I, I, like I mean that. Like, our offense looked better. Our defense played better when it was well in the red, well in the red zone. And uh, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say. Let's so, score was uh, twenty one seventeen Raiders. Now this Pat season is probably already a wash to be honest with you, but I'm still gonna recap every game because I'm a passionate fan. But either way, yeah, again, this past season's probably still a wash, and we're hopefully we can get like Quinn Ewers, maybe I don't know, I don't know, I don't. We're probably gonna move on from Mac Jones, most likely. Maybe we just don't pick up his fifth year option and let him go, which is probably what Bill Belichick's gonna do. But that's beside the point, you know. Damn it! Hold on, y'all. Okay, we're good. So let's just look. Let's just look at the box score and some stats here. Game leaders: Mac Jones, four. 24 of 33 for 200 and a touchdown. Uh, Jimmy G, 14 for 2262. One touchdown, one interception. Ramondre Stevenson, 10 carries for 46 yards and a touchdown. And then Josh Jacobs, 25 carries for 77 yards and no touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne had 10 receptions for 89 yards. Hold on, I need some water. And then Michael Mayer, uh, 5 receptions for 75 yards. Michael Mayer had a great game. Uh, he had a field day against us, to be honest. Um, 
And just looking at all the scoring and stuff. Yeah, all right, let's look at player stats now. Um, Malik Cunningham did get in at quarterback at one point. This was not Mac Jones getting benched. This was just a gadget play. And it worked. No, actually, it failed miserably. It got a loss of four. But yeah, looking at like Ezekiel Elliott, he's not even all that bad. He got a touchdown, seven seven carries for 34. Uh, they, they didn't show Malik Cunningham's rush. Uh, you guys just aren't good at your job. But either way, uh, Kendrick Bourne, 10 for 89. Mike Gesicki, 3 for 28. Ramondre Stevenson, 5 for 24. Farrell Brown and Ezekiel Elliott, both 1 for 15. And that's all you really need to see. All right. Jabril Peppers had a good day, 7 tackles. Jelani Tavai had an interception. Uh, hold on. If y'all saw it, um, Jabril Peppers had a hell of a hit on Devontae Adams. I'm talking a hell, hell, hell of a hit. And that's why Jelani Tavai got the interception. It was popped up, and Jelani Tavai got the pick. That was an insane hit. I thought Devontae, I, I, I thought I was going to go to Devontae Adams' funeral. Sorry, that was dark, but that's beside the point. I love Devontae Adams. He's my favorite receiver in the league, but that was a hell of a hit. Okay. Let's go to the Raiders side now. Brian Hoyer did get in because Jimmy G did get injured at some point. Uh, Brian Hoyer went 6 for 10, 102, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had two rushes for four yards. That's good. Uh, looking at the receiving, um, Michael Mayer, 5 for 75. Jacoby Myers, 5 for 61 and a touchdown. Trey Tucker, 2 for 57. Devontae Adams, 2 for 29. That was a fantasy bust. I have Devontae Adams in fantasy, and he completely sold me. Looking on defense, I mean, Max Trosby had half a sack. Amik Robertson, I've been hyping this guy up a lot. He he got a sack. And um, Trayvon Mooring Warhead, I don't know. I think that's how you say his name. He got He got the pick off Mac Jones. So, yeah, Pats lose 21-17. Next week, we have the Bills, which I'm going to that game. I may film some stuff on my Instagram at Big Four Sports Podcast. But let's move on to week seven. Okay. So, I just need to do some stuff real quick. Like, okay, NFL week seven. So, yeah, last week, I only went eight and seven. Which means my overall record for the year is 52-41. and 41. I'm just not that good. Okay, let's go. Bounce back week. Here we go. Yeah, there's my fan to my computer. Okay. Up first, Thursday Night Football. Saints. I mean, Jaguars at the Saints. The Saints. Uh, what happened to the Saints? Um, oh, yeah, they lost to Houston. Saints lost to, the, to Houston while Jacksonville got a blow win against um, Indy. I'm going to take the Jags in a close one, like 24-21 maybe. I Also, I'm just predicting scores like he, like here and there. I'm not doing it like I'm like because I'm actually trying. I'm just I'm just doing it like here and there either way. Either way, though, I think the Jags win this one in a close one. I think Trevor Lawrence will have trouble passing the football, but it's it's still going to be enough to get the Jags over the hump and beat the Saints. All right, I got to think about this one for a minute. On one hand, the Falcons got absolutely stomped at home, which never usually happens for the Falcons, and the Bucks got beat by the Lions. 
I'm actually going to pick the Bucks in an upset here. The Falcons are favored. I'm going to pick the Bucks in an upset. Probably because of the fact that the Bucks are home and the Falcons just got absolutely blanked. But either way, let's move on. Raiders, Bears. I'm going to pick the Raiders. The Raiders are actually not that bad of a team. Like, I got to say, they're not that bad. The Raiders, honestly, like, they've... They've they've been on a hot streak. They beat the they beat the Pats, of course. They beat the Packers. And they okay. They've been they're on a two game winning streak, and I think that that'll extend to three. And I went over the Bears. Okay, Browns, Colts, the Browns. <coughs> Give it up for the Browns. They beat the undefeated 49ers. And that will not change. The Browns keep keep the good times rolling and a win over the Colts. Alright, up next we have the Commanders at the Giants. The Commanders should have no problem with this after beating up on the Falcons. And the Giants just... They almost beat the Bills. Like, I will say they almost beat the Bills. And I thought they were going to beat the Bills at one point. You just got to hand the ball off to Saquon next time. Either way, I'm going to take the Commanders here. The, the Commanders should have no problem with the Giants, especially if Daniel Jones isn't playing. That's what I said about the Bills, but look where we are now. Okay, I have Lions-Ravens next. I got the Lions winning this one. The, the Lions should have no problem with this one. Sam Laporte is playing really good football. That's really all you need at this point to beat the Ravens. And, uh, yep, Pats-Bills. Good Lord. Uh, Pats-Bills. 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 I'm going to this game. Like, I'm debating right now. Just for the sake of me saving money on a Josh Allen jersey, do I go with the Bills, which is probably going to happen. Like, the Pats are probably going to get their ass beat. But I also know as a passionate fan not to bet against the team. Like, I know not to bet against your favorite team in a game that you are going to. Oh, this is tough. Alright, you know what? Screw it, I'm picking the Pats, even though that's even though that the Bills are probably they're the Bills are most likely gonna win. Alright, Seahawks, uh Cardinals at the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks. The Seahawks should have no problem with this. What happened to them last week? Yeah, they lost to the Bengals. This, this is this is the the Seahawks get right game. I wouldn't necessarily call it a get right game, but it is their time to rebound against the Cardinals. Against the Cardinals team who just lost to the Rams. Alright, Steelers, Rams. Um, this is this is I think the weirdest matchup of the year. Because on one hand you got the Steelers who are night and day, hot and cold, same thing. And you got the Rams who are just sometimes consistent, but this one's tough and I think it will come down to a game winning field goal. But I am gonna go with the Steelers, actually. I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. And probably because Mike Tomlin's the better coach and the Steelers have the better overall roster. And TJ Watt should have no problem. Should have no problem getting into the backfield. Okay, Chargers at the Chiefs. I think this this game will be a good game. Like, don't get me wrong, this is going to be a great game. And it's probably America's game of the week because the Cowboys are on by. Thank God. I'm tired of seeing those bombs. But either way... I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs here. Um, the Chargers lost to the Cowboys on prime time. And the Chiefs just look like a good team with the refs on their side, especially. Okay, Packers-Broncos. This is 
this is tough because um, the Packers coming off the bye week and stuff like that, while the Broncos are just bad. I'm I'm just I'm I'm just gonna pick the Packers. I'm gonna go with my gut, pick the Packers over the Broncos. The Broncos are just bad. They're just a bad team, and it's my bad for hyping them up too much. All right, Dolphins Eagles. This is this is God. This is a game of the year candidate. I'm gonna go with the Eagles because they because the Eagles have a better defense, and I think that will be the deciding factor who's got the better defense. I think this game can is gonna be like a forty to thirty four. It's it's gonna be one of those games where like two good defenses just get absolutely lit up. Okay, up next we uh, Monday Night Football. Wow, that was actually pretty quick. We got the 49ers at the Vikings. The Niners coming off of a loss to the Browns. It's no big deal, honestly. They should be able to rebound just fine. While the Vikings, what the, what happened to the Vikings? I think I think they're on bye, but we'll see. Yeah, they are. They're on their bye week. And I'm gonna pick the 49ers. The 49ers should have no problem bouncing back against the Vikings, who just have looked. Actually, no wait. The Vikings weren't on by. They beat the they beat the Bears. Yeah, yeah. Vikings beat the Bears last week. Again, it's the Bears, so it's not much. But they're just facing a Niners team, which is just way better than them. And I think the Niners are gonna look to bounce back. Niners win it. Those are my picks. That's my NBA season predictions and my recap of the Pats game. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, this I'm gonna get this edited so I can uh get I can get it up to the community. And uh, yeah, I'll I will see y'all next Wednesday. All right, peace.